Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Jay, what's news? How have you been going? What's news? What's news is uh, it's been... Uh, it's the 18th of September as we're recording this and I've just come off a... Um, a pretty crazy week of um, embargo reviews, reveals, announcements. There has been so much that dropped in the last 10 days, I would say. Um, and yeah, I'm a bit exhausted, but very tired at the same time. But still um, very, very glad that everything that, you know, I've been having to, you know, be secretive about is now out in the open and we can talk about it which is always a nice feeling oh excellent so you're not hiding anything from me anymore not at this moment but maybe soon there will be more secrets Uh, um yeah it's been it's been crazy there was the it started with the winter village set the santa's visit and and then what happened and then we had santa's sleigh we had the queer eye set We had the Mario 64 question mark block, which I haven't got to, and also the mini Disney castle. So a lot, a lot. October is going to be insane. I I don't know how people are going to afford all the things they want on the 1st of October. I think the way around this is that we just space them over the festive season and hope that we don't see anything big like another UCS or any more not officially announced but anticipated ideas sets. That legitimately scares me. But like from your perspective, how did you feel about the barrage of news and releases? And I think outside of what I got, we had some Eternals reviews go up as well. So that's the Mar- the, the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, The Eternals, which has a pretty awesome ensemble cast. I think in the Technic world, we had the Cat reviews go up. There was a lot going on in the world of Lego. It has... There has been... Look, there has been a lot, that's for sure. I'll, I'll admit... I've felt a little overwhelmed, but also just by the volume of news. Look, there's just a lot of stuff, as you previously said. We're coming up to the Christmas season. Um, We've got a few big film releases coming up, and so there are going to be lots of Lego sets tied in with those. We've got the big ticket items for Christmas coming on online, so you know now's the chance that you can start saving up for, you know, be it the Mario 64 question mark cube. Did a question mark block actually appear in Mario 64? Nope. They were exclamation mark blocks in Mario 64. And some people are upset about it. Um, I don't think it's a big deal if you look at the the set in total, but we can talk about that in a bit more detail. But yeah, what what did you think of like the, the sheer variety of sets re- released and also different price points as well okay lots of good different price points um and lots of things that i don't care about feeling the need to buy and a few things that i'm interested in at all ranges so i think that's probably the most important 
listen, I'm currently, I'm lukewarm about the Eternals, and that would be mostly because I don't have a lot of buy-in with the, I don't have any buy-in at this point in time with the source material. Um, the cat, I find appealing in principle, if only because it was the the first Lego Technic set that my younger brother had was back in 1979, and it would have been the the first yellow bulldozer that was produced as a Technic set. So that one's not without its appeal, um, although it does appear to be a little light on for the electronic hardware built into it for a similar price point as the Liebherr. Um, the Mario Cube, again, I see that as being really entertaining. Um, Mario 64 was not, again, it's not a game that I have had by any buy-in with at all, um, but I can see how if you do have buy-in with it, the micro worlds that are included are all biomes or all areas that were um, speculated about in the what next for Super Mario competition that I ran um, last year. So mm. I, I think there's there's certainly a lot of love out there for those for those areas. The one that I wasn't expecting to really like to be feeling the need to go out and buy um, is the Disney Castle. Probably as much because I wasn't expecting a Disney Castle, mm. having not expected one. And now seeing that I can get one for a relatively sensible price, it looks really, really nice. And under under US fifty dollars, like we discussed in our in our last episode, and we had two of them that 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 got officially revealed: Santa Sleigh and the Mini Disney Castle. And again, they both they knocked both out of the park. Yeah. So I real I like I love the look of that that castle. Um, the level of detail for the size just strikes me as remarkable. The, they've pulled out all the stops for making it look like the Cinderella Castle at Walt Disney World, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Oh, in October. Surprise. Um, and the, just the level of detail that is captured in this relatively small footprint um, just looks fantastic. Personally, I'm actually really interested in just getting my hands on some of those opalescent blue um, dishes, but I'm not going to use them for anything. I'm just going to... I'll probably look at getting hold of this set in time for Christmas. How good would opalescent look in a... And I know we're kind of, you know, going off, off course here, but how good would opalescent look in classic space? Just putting it out there. So I've I've been what what I will say is that I've been eyeing off the frozen castle, which does have a lot of opalescent sort of light blue. I've been eyeing that off as perhaps something to incorporate into Ice Planet. Um, so if if there was a wider range of elements, I think it'd be something that I'd be really interested in giving it a giving it a bit of a crack. But I, I don't want to taunt myself at this point in time. I don't want to upset myself by um, by wishing for something that I just can't achieve because <laughs> that'll just that'll just leave people upset. Like all of those people who are upset about the fact that we don't have a minifigure scale Princess Peach Castle, um, which is why rumours that are being spread on the interweb cannot be taken with a must be taken rather with a grain of salt um, until the 
actual set has been officially announced. Yeah, I mean, yes, 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 and no. Like rumors, rumors are, um, you know, rumors are one thing, dreams are another. Yes, yeah, and you know, there, there's only several legitimate and good sources of rumors. I would say like ninety five percent of people within that Lego leaks space are just you know just use recycled information and you know amplify it and just curate it. I think, um, yeah. Like there's there's only a few people that I would trust that you know have legitimate retailer sources or even insider sources that mm. usually feed them the information. Oh, and the other thing that we also had announced was the new Tumblr, uh, uh, a large scale scale Batman Tumblr, and also a small size Batman Tumblr due for release in November in some markets. October yeah. for the small one. November for the big one, isn't it? In this situation, a tumbler is not referring to a glass of water, but rather the Batmobile that was featured in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight trilogy. So it's so that that's that's yet another bit of news that we've had, although we haven't seen any reviews at this point in time for the, either of those sets. Um, anyway, what have you been up to recently? What have I been up to recently? Well. I've not had the same heavy level of review um, content that you have. I have recent this week. I've put together the Santa's Sleigh set, which will be available on the first of October um, through Lego.com. Was very briefly available through the Lego certified stores in Australia, but then they realised that they weren't supposed to have put them on the shelves yet. Um, this is a fantastic set, and I'm. We can talk about that shortly but uh, otherwise i've been i've actually I'm, I'm getting excited i'm getting ready to go to an international lego convention in a couple of weeks jay oh did you get a government exemption to leave our prison island ah no not as such and i wasn't able to get time off work either however i will be attending BrickCon in seattle virtually and i will be presenting there as well um, on the topic of whatever happened to classic space. Oof. It's um, going to be a very, very popular and potentially very controversial topic. It, it, it could be. Um, so I'm spending my time at the moment currently putting some polish into, a pre into the presentation for that. Um, not going anywhere, but having the chance to present some research findings to an international audience, which is kind of exciting. So registrations are still open for a couple of days at brickcon.org for both real life and virtual attendances. Um, it's a going to be a hybrid event this year, and the team are working really, really hard to get an event up and going, get, getting the event up and going. Um, it's running from the 1st to the 3rd of October with a public exhibition on the 2nd and 3rd, if you know anyone who lives in the Seattle area. Um, and uh, I'll be speaking on Saturday afternoon Pacific Standard Time. If you um, do register for the, for the convention, you'll be able to see me on the big screen there or well, a small screen in a breakout room, I think, there, or um, on the interweb if you are watching from the comfort of your own computer. 
I've been doing a lot of thinking about classic themes lately, and so we've I've been looking at classic town in particular, um, and a lot of the things that went that occurred during the evolution of that first decade of classic town sets, the sort of the era where they still had the bright yellow Legoland um, call out in the corner of the box, and just looking at some of the changes and the things that defined the look of Legoland sets during that first first decade. And uh, I was about to hold it up and show you, but there's no point since this is an audio medium, so I will say that I have recently put together um, the Yellow Fire Station from 1978-374, um, which I found... I found this in a bulk lot complete with the instructions um, that I received a couple of years ago, but I hadn't dug into it properly. And so we've managed to find virtually all of the parts for it. I may have been missing one small grey fence, um, but it's been a real treasure trove. And to have put that together and then just looking at that in conjunction with a contemporary fire station just the differences in design set the way that sets are designed but it's also as much a difference in the way that contemporary fire stations are designed now compared to the 60s 70s um, as well I've got one locally that does match the yellow brick kind of model although you know probably if you were making a lego version of that today it would be in tan and uh, then you do also have sort of the red steel and glass um model type of station you know i've got both of these within sort of five kilometers of home so very cool what, yeah what, what what did you what did you learn or what what struck you when you built the fire station has it has it awakened a, a love of like vintage does it make you appreciate vintage more because there, there's a very specific look and archetype it's it's you know it it goes beyond just a simple design but it's a very clear design system and design language in, in use within that, within that town era mm. so one of the things that particularly characterizes that era is that there are no curves apart from wheels um in 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 the in the system at all up until 1990 um, and indeed, up until the mid '80s, there are no wedges that appear in Lego Town. There are no aeroplanes in Lego Town until 1985. It's like there was a moratorium on them. Lots of helicopters, but um, but no planes during that time. Um, despite the fact that they'd previously existed with swept-back wings in the pre-minifigure era, era, I have come to appreciate some of the changes that have occurred in elements as well, like the one by one brick that's five bricks high, all of a sudden feels, I'd always thought, why does this piece exist? And having put this fire station together, I now understand why this piece exists because I can't get those bricks lined up nicely to save myself. Um, I do appreciate the compromises that needed to be made in colour. So the use of yellow instead of tan, or as the Lego group refer to it in-house, brick yellow. Um, it's the that simple design language for furniture there's no a, a, a lego bench is two blocks and a plate it is not a backrest and two armrests and a footstool and you know it's 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 a very simple 
it's a simple and easy construction, which has always been my internal design aesthetic. Um, there's then that language used in the vehicles, which are all four, four studs wide. Um, the first year of Lego Town, they weren't too sure as to exactly how how big vehicles needed to be. We had all sorts of vehicles of all different sizes, some of which would sit a minifigure and some wouldn't. And then that's one of those things that became consolidated in the early 80s, just that making sure that a minifigure could fit in every vehicle that was made. And also the, the very simple colour palette, um, you know, red, blue, yellow, black, white. Green is available for trees and base plates. Grey is available for road plates and special use, most of which is either ladders or helicopter rotors as sort of one by one, one by N plates. But there's virtually no grey. Um, and yeah, it's all square. <laughs> it's all square. <laughs> yeah, square is good. Like I, I, I always wonder if you were to have access to a time machine and you brought a modern Lego set. So let's say like even like a modular or or even a creator tree in one and you brought it back in time to show someone at the classic town era or even like a Lego designer. Like how 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 mind blowing would today's sets look? Because it's it's you know it's 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 very primitive. Mm. It's Dramatic, isn't it? It's um, there was no drive to make things look real. Mm. It was a toy. It wasn't a modelling medium, mm. and and I think that's one of the things that we see, especially with a lot of the really detailed AFOL constru- um, models these days, is that it's it, Lego is being treated as a modelling medium, and I don't think there's any issue in the all with that. But you've got to have a certain degree of patience to work in that sort of way it takes a while to put a set together which in turn probably makes it harder for you to be happy to pull your set apart Hmm. and to rebuild it into something else or to just throw the bricks into um sort of a consolidated play box yeah what do you think there i i i find every time i build vintage sets or you know kind of delve into that era it feels like there was more expectation on the child because, you know, children were the main target uh, market for Lego at that era. Mm. There's more expectation for children to fill in the gaps, so to speak, to imagine and, you know, fill up what the set could be. And, you know, is it a... Like a good example is accessories. Is it a... um. Is it a bullhorn or is it a gun or is it a laser gun? And or is it a scanner? Yeah. Yeah. Extend that to vehicles, you extend that to buildings, and there was a lot more that you had to construct maybe mentally with your mm. mind to to yeah, just fill in the gaps that weren't able to be filled in because elements or parts or techniques had not been invented yet. Yeah. I think it did put a lot of onus on the child to make make their own fun. Well, there are, there are so many things that make that, that era. You've got a limited colour palette, which makes it really easy to have a good supply of pieces in every colour. Whereas mm-hmm. today when you've got, what are we looking at? We're looking at about 50 active colours in the Lego palette. Um, 
when you've got that many colours, it is really difficult to have a good representative sample of parts in all of those pieces to build with to your liking. Um, and so it may well be, unless you've gone out and hunted the elements specifically, um, you, well, I suppose, you know, you almost need to make more compromise because you need to have such a bigger collection to make things work, work well. So would this enhanced colour palette work um, in the absence of BrickLink and the ability to order elements, either elements on a second-hand basis through or third-party basis through BrickLink or indeed directly from Lego through Bricks and Pieces or Pick-A-Brick? Um, Probably not. Would Would the enhanced colour palette have actually been a feasible concept? Mm. Um, and likewise with the parts, when... Everything was bricks, plates, wheels, window frames, doors, and roof slopes, and a couple of other little bits. Um, all of a sudden, you don't go looking for, don't have to hunt down 15 of that extra special little part that, don't get me wrong, I love the look that you can get if you put 150 hand elements together, embed them upside down in a plate, and create a thatched roof. That looks absolutely brilliant. But at the same time, it's incredibly labour and parts intensive. It's really, really clever. But as a kid trying to make a house to play with, I think that's unnecessarily complicated. And so it's mm. just in that concept of making, being able to throw something together that you can then play with and then pull it apart and rebuild into something else. And it doesn't matter because you can remember how to build that previous model because you rebuild that every day after you pull it apart. <laughs> that's um, a good and you know that that was the that was the essence of Lego play back in when I was a boy and I rode a dinosaur to school while the world was in black and white. Rode a rode a kangaroo to school. That's how they do it down under. A, a proto kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One 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 of those um yes one of those one of those exotic megafauna that existed back in the days before time began. Um, so it's it's interesting the. The compromises, I'm finding it really interesting just thinking about the compromises that we make on play for the purposes of the realism in parts. But um, that's just, that might just be me. Um, but I think it is part of the part of the appeal of that classic era and part of what made playing with Lego different for people of my age compared to our kids. When, you know, a car starts off with 50 pieces in the set rather than the 12 pieces in a set that we had when we were younger. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's sort of where that's at. But um, one of the things that I'm looking forward to looking at a bit harder is how those that aesthetic sort of diverged so much during the 90s. We had an increase in the colour palette, the facial expressions, but also the increase in the, the broadening of thematic material, particularly in those real-life type of sets that sort of was embodied in town in the 80s, but you then have that expansion into themes like Paradisa, um, short-lived sub-themes like Divers, um, Outback, and and the like um, before town, and Arctic before town finally sort of folds at, around the turn of the century. But that'll probably be coming up in a, in a, in a week or two on, on the blog, so 
I've <laughs> just got to finish putting. I've got to finish putting that one together. To say nothing of all the changes that occurred in vehicles during that time. <laughs> you were saying that you've been quite busy building things flat out. Um, what has been the most exciting build that you've been involved with in the last couple of weeks? I think exciting is a very it's a very hard word to define because there has been a lot of variety of sets that I've built and reviewed in the last 10 days. Okay. Let so, me, uh, yeah. would, you, would you like to... Because like interesting, I would say the Nintendo 64 question mark block is unlike anything I've ever built. It's very ingenious and the mechanics of how they make the playable functions of the cube work are unparalleled it's 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 just so unique and so unlike anything that lego have ever done before and it works pretty seamlessly um so that that part was interesting and it's such a unique it's just such a unique thing that 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 really pushes the boundary of what you can expect from a from a, from a lego set so mm-hmm. that's that that's interesting it's not good it's not for most people it's 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 targeted very very specifically at nintendo fanboys and and not just nintendo fanboys but people who grew up playing super mario 64 which i would say a lot of the younger kids would not have experienced that so it's targeting a very very specific demographic namely millennials like me who grew up and really got into gaming around the 64-bit era yeah so pe- or, people who or, are... or, or who understood the transition between 68-bit to 16-bit to 32-bit to 64-bit mm. but on, on the whole i suppose we're we're thinking about um the kids the kids who played the game at the time recognizing that it was also played by people who were older than that, but the kids of the time would be now in their early to mid thirties. Mm. Um, looking at a game that was released sort of in the in the mid nineties, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's that's um, that's interesting. Um, the Winter Village, which is something that you know is is baked into almost it's it's a tradition every year to expect. A winter village set that was a nice surprise to be able to build and get it in my hand and um that had a bit of an interesting story because i was not looking forward to it we had a um and i hope chris is not listening to this but we had a preview of the set way back in may when we were at rlpm days when chris was showing off and talking about the set and i think that's the the the, the limitation of seeing a set through a grainy webcam is that mm-hmm. you can't really make out and I was like, oh, is that it? But when I when when I built it, I really liked it. I liked how unique it was. It's a residential winter village set, which is something that we haven't seen since 2012 with the winter village cottage. Mm. And it just feels like a like a spiritual successor. But unlike the 2015 winter toy shop, they didn't go down the route of let's just re-released the winter village cottage which is one of the most expensive winter village sets on the secondary market but let's take let let's be influenced by it but give it a whole new spin 
so I I really liked it, and you know you get a new Santa minifigure, which is which is fun, and I think the the best thing was that they kept the price low and maintained the price at a very accessible level because it's really aimed at families and 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 younger builders or adults who want to build with their younger kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that that was a nice plus and nice seg- segue into Santa's sleigh, which you got as well. I feel like initially, um, and I could, and and I'm just theorizing here, but it feels like the sleigh was going to be part of the Santa's visit set, and in many ways, it does feel like a companion set or an expansion pack to Santa's visit because you kind of have Santa visit, you know, without a mode of transportation. But they've mm. yeah, they probably made a decision very early on to separate it off to its own thing but it works so well together it, it does doesn't it um i've the thing i particularly like about it is that it means that you can turn any building that you've got into santa's into santa's visit um it doesn't need to be the latest winter village set so you get a, a slightly different version of santa in this set he still has the jaw molded boots but it's the older torso that we've seen for the last few years in city advent calendars for example but it does mean that we can turn any any set into a into a santa or any building into a santa's visit set particularly if you particularly if you put a couple of white plates on the roof did you like the re- did you like the reindeers the short answer is yes but <laughs> the reindeer are all they do look a bit like a deer caught in the headlights so perhaps that's in fact where they all belong is in a Lego road with a truck bearing down on them. But they, well, the pickup truck is coming out in October as well, so you can technically, although they're not quite to scale, um, they're they're very they're very static. They look like they're wandering around a field rather than flying across the rooftops trying to desperately deliver presents to half the world's children in the course of a you know. 17 hour night shift oh yeah that's, um, a good, that's a good point that and that that would be my main that that's that that's probably the only complaint that i've it's not even a complaint it's the only thing that it's the main bit of dis of belief that i have to run with i'm i'm not so fussed to be concerned about the difference between a reindeer an elk and a caribou to be absolutely certain that the antler pattern on the Lego deer element is actually correct for being a reindeer. And I've certainly seen some firm objection to the term reindeer being used in some quarters, but uh, it doesn't offend my sensibilities. But I'd, I would have liked to have seen them looking a bit more like they were going for a run or perhaps if they had legs that worked a little bit like the horses where you can lift them up a little bit or even a front just a front leg that you could lift up and down and give it a little bit of life um i'm currently trying to work out whether i can pull one apart and put a small battery and some wires in it so that i can and a small switch so that i can rudolph rudolph it and um just just put a little nano led in the nose and oh, yeah. make it make it glow red i think that would be that could be quite cute and a bit of fun um I'll just get some paint and uh, just go to town with it. 
Um, well, you could go with paint. That's that's fine. But, you know, you'll never be able to guide the sleigh by night if it's just with paint. You're going to need to have the... Uh, you're really going to need to have that, that full luminescent experience. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then I, can, then I can make a viral video and <laughs> become famous. There you go. That's that's the dream. But it was a hard it was a it's a hard set to review. Um especially if you take a very objective you know, objective system to score it because it's quite expensive. It's not the cheapest set on the market and you're really just paying for a whole bunch of reindeer. But the slate the sleigh itself is really nice. The the Santa minifigure is nice as well. It's it's ex- exclusive to the set, which is a nice surprise. Mm. But yeah, it's a it's a very you know yeah it's a very interesting it's a it's a very I found it hard to review. I look I think it's a set that you'll either like or you won't. Um, I think the sled the sleigh is the most detailed version of a sleigh that we've ever seen. It will comfortably sit two minifigures. It will comfortably take a bundle of presents in the back. It's got a really cool GPS sticker, although it does leave out Australia. I'm not going to get too upset about that. It's got the super secret drawer in the back. It's got the personalized number plate 54N74, which if you sort of squint and hold, poke your tongue out in the right direction, looks like it kind of says Santa. Um once I realised that, I stopped worrying about trying to work out whose birthday was on the 5th of April in 1974 um, with the initial N amongst the Lego design team. Um, it's got a few stickers. It's got an original print with the nice list, which is a bit more than you might often get with a lot of these sort of extended line sets where they don't, the seasonal sets often don't have new elements included in them. Um, so I think from that point of view, that's that's quite exciting. The guitar we've previously seen in Steamboat Willie, which is a white guitar, but I love the use of the curved elements and the warm gold elements for decoration. Um, and it, looking at it, there is no way you could have made a sleigh that looked like this 15 years ago, let alone 30 um, certainly, Lego have been producing Santa sleighs since the '80s on an occasional basis, but this is certainly, I think, the the most realistic because things that come from a fantasy situation always need to look realistic. Um, but this is this, I think, is probably the the most realistic looking version of Santa sleigh that um, hmm. you know it, it meets the mythological expectations. Yep, very very classic. Mm. Very, very classic. Yeah. Um, I'm happy enough only having four reindeer. I don't, or four, four deer in front. I don't feel if I had an eight, I would basically lose any sort of display space. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how you might be able to make the sleigh look with two sets of bricks and whether you could make it look particularly big and exotic or if it would be held back a little bit mm. by, by geometry. But I think, um, there will be people who look at buying a second set so that they can increase the haul of presents and indeed increase the haulage. And then there'll be some people who spent lots of money on bricks and pieces this year. The reindeer elements retail through lego.com for about $8 a piece, um, or $8.50 a piece. And so they're certainly not, certainly not the most um, inexpensive element in the shop. 
So you know, they, they, they make up certainly half the purchase price of, of the set itself. Um, that's $8 Australian. Yeah. Um, Pretty much, yeah. But and... I, th- I think this is, this is one of the problems sometimes with an objectively structured review and, and, and scoring from that point of view. It can make it easy to get a score, but it doesn't necessarily match Keep. how you feel about a set at the end of the day. Yep, exactly. And that's why I, I, I could only give it a three out of five, which does not reflect how much I like it. But, you know, that's what that's what all the other words are for, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is why I tend to score my sets using an arbitrary praise unit because... Can never go wrong with those. I it's it's really there are sets that cover material that I will never like. There are sets that I really like, but I can't quite explain why. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm a fairly positive person, but I think this for me this this was sort of a four out of five kind of a set. Mm. Um, it's it's one that certainly I would go out and buy with my own money. There you go, and. Um... Yes, and then I think the the biggest surprise for me um, was the queer eye set, which was which again similar to the Winter Village set, the Santa's visit. I was not looking forward to queer eye. There were certainly rumors floating around, and in a year with so many TV sitcom turned lego apartment sets so i think this year we've had seinfeld we've had the friends apartment and now a third with queer eye i was i was dreading it i was like do we need another tv apartment set in 2021 but when it when it arrived and i could see for what it was i was like wow this is this is very different and yeah i i did not like the friends apartment set and you know not a big fan of Seinfeld that I needed to go out and buy it. But yeah, the Queer Eye set was so much better than I had expected. And that was a very nice surprise. Um, the the minifigures, um, you, you have to see the minifigures like up close. And the I'm not I'm not sure the the, the technology, the graphic design that, that they that they managed to employ to make the minifigures look like their actual real-life human counterparts is unreal. Unreal. I cannot go back to look at... I cannot look at Marvel or DC licensed minifigures that look nothing like the actors that play them on screen. I mm. can't look at them. You know, they, they just look so primitive. Um, whereas, like, with each Queer Eye minifigure, they've captured all the different facial features and quirks that the actors oh i mean actors are they are they actors they're not actors the the actual fab five five themselves they they just look so good and so alike their um yeah their human counterparts and Mm. plus it's it it also feels a very very unique niche that lego have not done before which is it's a modern apartment yeah, no, look, I, I agree there. The you know both Friends and Seinfeld are both well and truly sort of embedded in the niche of the '90s, and I would also suggest that perhaps the sense of humour. While a lot of us have, a lot of people may have fond memories of those shows, they may or may not stand up well to the test of time. I've I've 
tried going back to both of these series um, in recent years. Um, there have been a couple of smiles, but a whole lot of the, oh, goodness, really? Mm. Really? They went there? Um, and I th- whereas you then compare this to, I think, the intrinsic values of Queer Eye, which is about helping people to transform to become the best person that they can be. Um, and that really flies in the face of sort of the standard narrative of a typical primetime sitcom, which is just about always going to be making a bit of a joke at somebody's expense. Yeah. And yeah, so I think, you know, it was, um, that, that was, that, that was honestly a very refreshing surprise because, and, and, and this is always the, this is always the challenge when it comes to license sets is that it relies so much on the license itself to, Mm. to, to, to make up the appeal for the set and it, you know, how, how well it matches up to the actual, um, entertainment property or book or movie or whatever is what makes or breaks a set but i think the unique thing with queer eye is that it's you you can separate the license out from the set and it's still an objectively very fun and very good set with really good Mm -hmm. elements really good parts really good minifigure accessories so you could you, you you could pretend that queer eye does not exist as a tv show and it's just a modern apartment with really cool contemporary interior design, furniture, and styling. Now, Jay, I, I, there is one thing about it that's left me feeling a bit confused. Um, one of the neat sets that, just looking at the elements involved, the neat aspects of this set are the um, 85 white profile bricks. They are the bricks that look like they're made up of bricks laid together to help make up a wall appearing in white for the very first time, yet these have been available through the replacement parts service at Lego for a while. Do you have any insight at all as to why that might be the case? Yeah, there was a very interesting story um, and um, I'm about, about to p- p- press publish on an article about it soon. But um, fun fact is that Queer Eye was meant to launch before Everyone is Awesome. So I think that's, you know, they've had it in development and they've had it ready to go for a while. So I'm assuming that the elements would have somehow made their way into bricks and pieces. So yeah, that's a that, that's a fun fact. And I think that's how it ended up on bricks and pieces. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a solid set and... You know, apart from the apartment itself, you get really contemporary minifigure torsos and accessories and hairstyles as well. Oh, so yeah, that's, that's a big, big plus. It, it's interesting. I've got a f- couple of members of the household um, are, I would say, are, are fans of the show. And, you know, when a new series drops, they'll go out of their way to watch it. Um, I may even look at just, getting it as a present what did they think of the set you know from actual like fans that aren't you know crazy lego nerds i got the impression that they really liked particularly the likeness in the minifigures there's a fantastic animated video that lego have released on their social media um which gives you a 
Oh, it's really a shot-for-shot shot match on the title sequence, and you know, I, I think it 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 had their interest peaked. It, it, mm. it certainly, you know, it it'll be. I don't think it's something that would be um, frowned upon. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I think that to me was the um, yeah one of the more interesting surprises in for twenty twenty one. I think. Mm. I think people don't realize how badly it could have gone because you're the third TV apartment set of the year. Um, I don't. I don't think Seinfeld and Friends are exactly setting the world on fire based on what I see on social media, and yeah. So there, I think the the margin of error was was very very slim with Queer Eye, but somehow they got all the things that they needed to get right, right. And, you know, in that, mm. in that sense, it, it exceeded my expectations. The thing that I'd say about all of these apartment sets is that Lego fans, I would suggest, are not the primary market. The These are aimed at fans of the sitcom that aren't into Lego who then might get dragged into Lego by seeing these in a shop and putting them together. Yeah, and we saw and we saw that to a certain extent with the Friends Central Perk set, mm, which and was Big Bang as of, well. Yeah, which was one of like no, I think Friends Friends was Friends was a game changer because it was one of the best selling sets of twenty nineteen. Did it come mm. out twenty nineteen? Yeah, twenty nineteen. And, and and for the longest time, you could not get your hands on one of those, and people forget that. Yeah, no, it did take about six months to be able to get your hands on it, mm. um, and that's why we got. And that's why we got a sequel. That's why we got um, Joey and Monica's apartment. Mm. But yeah, so that that's what I've been up to. I'm going to appreciate um, having a bit of a break and doing some other non-Lego things at night um, just to just to kind of rest and recover. But I don't know what that means. We're, we're coming up to the end of the year. I don't think, you know, I think it's just going to, you know, it's just only going to ramp up. And I may lose it and completely discombobulate in December when it's advent calendar season because this year I think I will do four, which is which sounds like torture. But we will try. We but, will try. I'm looking forward to it, but it sounds like a lot of work. But Jay, the advent calendars are all available now. Surely mm. you could just buy them now and put them together and pre-prepare your text and photos well in advance while you're having a quiet moment no i don't i don't i don't do that when when i do my countdowns i actually open and build and take photos and write on the day itself so it's a live day by day shot by shot reaction to each day i personally i judge people that open advent calendars before you're meant to open them I, I get it, you know, you get you get all the you get to play with all the builds and minifigures, but why would you do that? Lego marketing and digital assets preparation people responsible for stocking Lego.com's photos, we're looking at you. Why why ruin the ruin magic the surprise, doesn't and, it? And purity of an advent calendar. But yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to advent calendar season and seeing the rest of the year play itself out and you know what's coming in twenty twenty two. So, great way to end off, uh, I think, today's episode. What are some of your early predictions of what we might see 
in a few months? So I'll I'll start off with a few a few easy things outside of outside of you know the the barrage of leaks that have you know been trickling out in the last few days sure. and weeks. Yeah. So so start with a few easy things. I believe that we will have three series of collectible minifigures. There'll be one that's designed on in-house properties. Uh, or that you know that will be non-related to anything else. There'll be one related to a Disney-based property. There'll be one that belongs to a Warner Brothers-based property. Um, I don't quite know. There, there have been some very strong rumours verging on leaks as to the nature of the Disney one, and I don't want to dwell on those here because... That, I, 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 specu- I, I speculated on it, so I can say it. Um, go, for, go for it. Yeah, so Matthew Ashton kind of teased that a, a new his dream license would have been made, and looking at the library of available licenses that Lego have done or can't do because they belong to competitors, makes sense that it would you know likely be either Muppets or Sesame Street, and you know ju- again, judging by how well the Sesame Street set has done, Muppets just makes sense, and you know as we've seen with Looney Tunes they do have the budget and capability to come up with very highly detailed custom molds for an entire series. So, yeah. And for a limited run of production as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that I I look forward to seeing how how that might appear. I'm going to um, I'm going to I'm going to um I'm going to um challenge that. I think we'll see four series. Like you, we'll see you a think four we'll see series. Four. Well, in fact, we did this year because oh, I'm, yeah, we, we, I'm, going uh, to, I'm going to include the video bandmates hmm. or we saw four and a half series this year if we see the second series of video bandmates. I'm going to call it or not. I'm going to call it now, 18th September 2021. We will see a 90th anniversary themed series. I would love to see the in-house um figures perhaps have members of the figures representing members of the family i would love to see them having oh sorry of the christiansen of the the christiansen family um but also classic minifigures from across the years so perhaps not um the policeman from year one of from the 600 police car set because we got him with the 20th anniversary the 40th anniversary of minifigures in series 20 but perhaps a fireman um or the hospital worker the a knight and a spaceman we have not seen a red spaceman produced in modern times when we had benny's space space team um produced um, with the Lego Movie 2 sets, we got white, yellow, fuchsia, and blue, but we did not get a red spaceman. The red spaceman is truly iconic. Um, of course, we may get a colour that just hasn't been approached yet, but my suspicion is that we will get a red spaceman in there. Um, Full-blown tinfoil hat mode, but remember the 90th anniversary ideas vote? If you look at the top 12 or maybe top 14, you know, you kind of filter out minifigureless teams like Bionicles or Model Team. Makes they're for all a... castle. They're all castle. 
and it's classic space and six castle themes. And and what do castle people want? More knights or more? Well, you see, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it makes for a very attractive twelve character series. Okay, I'm going to. I've I have another thought going on there. We've been seeing this trend this in the last couple of years towards these blister packs with four minifigures in, sort of, sort of, kind of like the battle packs we were seeing a decade ago, but perhaps with not quite so many figures in, and they've been related to either city or licensed, various licensed properties or even in-house properties such as Ninjago or Monkey Kid. We've also seen them in Batman, Harry Potter, and also Marvel superheroes, Spider-Man. So I would, I reckon that we will probably see a Knights pack at some stage within a Knights or Medieval pack at some stage within the next 12 months. I, th- I would expect probably another two Black Falcons and two, two um, peasants. Probably the minifigures that one might suggest were missing from the Castle 3 in 1 creator set. Hmm. So and look, I'm, I'm just, again, this is, this is, this is pure speculation. Um, Go, going back to your, going back to your belief that, you know, classic teams, um, have never died. They've just, you know, morphed into something else. They just smell funny. Yeah, those 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 blister packs are pretty much the modern day equivalent of those four minifigure, you know, battle Pe- packs. Yeah, or the four minifigure people packs that have been around since nineteen seventy eight. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Just so. with more plastic, so not not too sustainable, but yeah, uh, that's really that's, cool. that's that's slightly disappointing. Um, but yeah, I I would. I'm going to go so far as to say that I will be disappointed if we don't see one of these appear in the next 12 months or at hmm. least 18 months. Brilliant. Um, All right, next. What else? What else What else do you have for me? Create a three-in-one. We'll see a space set. Color me shocked. Um, it won't be grey and yellow. I reckon there might be grey and blue and yellow. I think there might be a grey, blue and yellow set that comes out as the... 90th anniversary ideas vote um, set. Although one of the things that I found really interesting, they've had competitions on ideas for designer space set. Um, they had one a couple of years ago and they had another one recently. And on none of those occasions did they end up getting the votes for the winners to be what we might describe as a classic space or even a typical space set. We had a boy riding a coin-operated rocket ride, and then the other one was one called the USS Cardboard, which you know was basically mm-hmm. a kid's bedroom layout where he's playing in in cardboard boxes designed like um, like a spaceship. And while this may this doesn't have appeal from the nostalgic point of childhood play, doesn't mine for my inner need for a celebratory spaceship set um i'm left concerned that the fact that we've had this vote for a space related set is because the set that won the fans vote is very much a castle set overwhelmingly Mm. i think i think ultimately as much as classic space has a very very special place in the heart for people who grew up with it classic space of the gray blue yellow 
ultimately appeals to a very, very thin demographic in the overall market that Lego are trying to appeal to. Mm. It doesn't mean that spaceships don't sell. It just means that original drop classic space is not necessarily felt to be the way to go. And perhaps the way that we saw Benny's spaceship, 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 (laughs) and the, um, and the Benny, the Benny battle pack, um, sort of discounted on the shelves here, um, at the end of the runs, um, perhaps suggests that, you know, there just isn't quite the market that diehard space fans like to imagine. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking it... more about this at BrickCon on the 2nd of October 2021. <laughs> uh, online registration is now available. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I think we will see. And I think we've. I'm not sure if we've touched on this before, but we'll see more anniversary Marvel sets. I will. I, I would expect some reimagine, reimaginations of classic marvel superheroes sets and moments so it's going to be a banner year for lego marvel now when you're when you're saying anniversary jay because there are several anniversaries for marvel coming up um which ones are you referring to as in the the team so lego marvel 10 years of lego marvel superheroes yep golden Um, golden iron man gold pretty much the golden avengers with a stamp behind in the same in the same fashion as Harry Potter and Ninjago. Fans fans love it. It's great fan service and yeah. Mm. They've done it uh, with Star Wars as well, minus the, you know, sans the golden minifigures. And I think, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, no, I think that's reasonable. And it's also an anniversary year for Spider Man yet next year. Or is that this year? Um Oh yeah. It's gonna be a big year for Spider Man as well with the with the movie coming out at the end of the year. The end of this year. He first appeared in August nineteen sixty two. So it will be the sixtieth anniversary of the first appearance of Spider Man next year as well. Mm. Perhaps we'll see that um, Spider Man bust that we haven't that Spider Man helmet set that we haven't seen yet. There's that's okay, so there's 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 my next um, tip for next year, a Spider Man helmet. Mm. because that's certainly been conspicuously missing in the current range of helmet sets. Um, you know, we've had Carnage, we've had Venom, and they're both traditionally enemies of Spider-Man. So I think we're certainly due for due for something from, from that point of view. And Friends, where will Friends... So we, we often, in the second half of the year, we often see some sort of action theme. Um in city um, and we see some sort of field trip in friends what sort of themes would you like to see explored in in um in these themes in the second half year next year well speaking of anniversaries next year is also 10 years of Of lego Lego friends friends it is so it's gonna be gonna be a big year we've got 90th anniversary of lego 10 years of lego marvel 10 years of lego friends and again you cannot understate how much the lego friends team has done for lego so i think we're i think we're going to see some really special friends sets this year was a bit of a test and learn with the frozen ice castle the first big large scale d2c-esque set 
with mini dolls. Those 10-year-old girls are now 20. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think we'll see I, I think we'll see some really cool Lego Friends sets. I, th- I think you're I think you're right there. I would not be surprised if we see another reboot of the Friends minifigure, the Friend character design, like we did at the start of the fifth year of Lego Friends, or no, after five years of Friends. Um, they basically changed the design of most of the characters, apart from Stephanie. Um, and I think as a way of keeping the population of Heart Lake City fresh, I think that would be not an unreasonable thing to expect. Hmm. The the Joker in me would like to see a um, a fire station and a police station now appear in Heart Lake City. Um, I also recognise that they probably won't. Um, where would it be great to see them go? Would they go to the Arctic? No, they tend to more likely go to the snow. They've done that. They've gone to rescue animals again and again. They've gone hunting underwater or doing underwater exploration we need a good like lab that or i i reckon yeah a robotics a, type stem steam type you know where um yeah where um what's her name olivia, olivia. yeah olivia can tinker around with with Zorbo, I think i think that's coming that that's something they haven't really done before we've had a few workshops but nothing too big Mm. in the animated series of friends we have had various adult protagonists of varying levels of good and evil and we have seen the occasional parent now appear in mini dolls we've also seen the town mayor appear as a mini doll that was steve many years ago and he was a fairly nice pleasant enough guy but we've not seen dr alva we've not seen any of the corrupt property developers um and we've not <laughs> seen any henchmen appear yeah. in friends i somehow don't think we'll see them but but i'd i'd love to see them perhaps in their own little um in their own little figure pack so you can make the choice as to whether or not you buy them for your kids hmm. um i think we might see some healthcare type um sets you know we have a hospital but we don't have like a clinic or like a small, you know, one one of those small standalone type clinics, we could see that. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool, and even an ambulance would be kind of cool there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we'll get a big like. I would love to see like a proper supermarket or fresh food market or outdoor market. That's something that we haven't. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they they'd be good. And certainly, it's not a not something that they've produced for many year for a good number of years now. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be just a travesty to see people stocking their friend sets with those Woolworths. <laughs> oh, please don't! For those playing at home, Woolworths is a popular supermarket chain in Australia, and they are currently producing some very poorly quality brick based product with lots of stickers for um in house brands, um to encourage children to pester their parents to shop at that particular supermarket. Now Spo- read on. Spo- spoiler warning, it's pretty bad. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see some really cool stuff coming out of Friends. And yeah, I think City is going to be interesting. This year, we, 
you know, 2021 has been an interesting year for City, where you started the year with very modern um, residential type sets. Mm. Um, we didn't get a lot of police and fire sets, so I feel like we'll see a lot more of that come back in a slightly different form. Um, I think there's there's been rumours swirling around about a hospital, which makes sense because it's two years since the pandemic began. I think hospitals have been playing an important part in the roles of role of people's lives and mm. I think um or sorry I've been playing an important role in people's lives uh even just conceptually dominating the news cycle and the like and I think being able to have have that have another um house in Lego City um and also just a hospital like, in, in Lego City I beg your pardon yeah I think that just makes sense yeah and just to like pay homage to or not not pay homage but appreciate hard-working healthcare workers like yourself, Richard, who have been slaving away and working to keep people healthy and safe. So I think that'd be nice, you know, with masks and, you know, like a, a good selection of doctor, doctors and nurse-type minifigures. That would be mm. cool. I think that, that, that'd be great. Um, what have you got coming up in the next couple of weeks, Jay? Uh, I'm going to catch up on some old reviews. I've been enjoying some Lego Jurassic World and I've got the the boat um, next, which I may build if I have time and or space. It's either that or the Guardians ship, which I would love to get to before the end of 2021. Mm. And yeah, just tying up loose ends before the end of the year because... December is going to be a write-off because of Advent calendar season. And yeah, I remember December being quite busy. So trying to get as much out of the way and as much completed before before then. Um, yeah, that's me. Fantastic. I think I've got some Christmas ornaments to build and a penguin. I think I said I had them to build last time. Um, I still have them to build. And I've got a bit of work to do on some further research on Lego Town and Lego Space because I keep discovering things which are really interesting. Yeah, very um, good. Yeah, so we'll see how they go. So I'll just... And I'm excited. That. I'm excited to see what else Lego has in store for us for the last two months of the year. I think that, yeah... Well, that's 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 the thing. I reckon we had the UCS gunship. While we had the R two D two large sculpture earlier in the year, they were very insistent that that was not a UCS set, and it was also heavily implied that there will be. Or no, sorry, not heavily implied. There has certainly been a long-standing tradition of two UCS or a UCS and a playset. Um, released each year, and we've not seen a playset from um, the Star Wars team this year. We have seen the large Batman set for the end of the year with a renewed version of the Tumbler. Um, mm. There are still some ideas sets outstanding, and I'd be intrigued to see one of the other things that people start speculating about at this time of the year is the gift with purchases for... Um, shopping through lego.com um, in the 
generally in November and December. There's generally a case to split your shopping up into a couple of days. And, of course, there'll be Black Friday coming up in November as well. Or Brick Friday, as they like to call it, oh, or they started yes. calling it. Yes. But, yeah, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, a quick controversial opinion, uh, prediction, sorry, quick controversial prediction. Mm-hmm. We're not getting a UCS ATAT this year. I, I, I refuse to believe it. It's not coming. It's going to be delayed till next year. Watch this space. I'm going to be, I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be wrong, but I'm just going to, you know, just, just put it out there. I cannot see it launching this year. Um, I, I, which would you rather see, that or the train? I would love to see a, I would love to see a train. Um, and before... <laughs> this was speculation on our previous episode, dear listeners. Um... Mm-hmm. There's, there's there's one more thing that's missing that I could go off on a on a similar tangent to the train, but oh, again we we could we, probably leave it to next. We will see a review. I would expect that we should see a revision of the basic Lego City trains next year. Um, oh, yeah. that's that's a four yearly cycle, and that's due. They'd be due for an update next year just to get a new passenger train and a new cargo train. That but. That's just something that you can guess just by watching what Lego's done for the last 10 years. Mm. All right, shall we wrap it up? Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us today. This has been the Extra Pieces podcast. Um, until next time, I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick. And, and, I'm, and I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. And you have been listening to our Extra Pieces. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.